This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, football fans, and welcome to the Onside Kick. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And Mark, before we start this podcast, I got I got a level with you here. I went on the radio last week, well, the end of last week, and I may have said something stupid. Was it stupid or I, was I it may, genius? Here, here's the story. I was on, I was asked graciously by Sean Alexander, who is thinking about joining MVP, doing a podcast for us. He's like, yeah, hey, do a radio show for WXAV 88.3 mm-hmm. FM here in Chicago. Why don't you come in my sports show? We can begin the cross collaboration. So I went on the show, talked a little NFL, and before I came in, because I didn't come right at the beginning of their show, I came in a little bit fashionably late, and I heard them on the radio talking about the Patriots. And the last time the Patriots have been shut out, I want to say it was what 2010 by the Dolphins. I know it was the Dolphins. I think it was like 2010, 2011, somewhere super far down the line. And I said when I came in that I heard them talking about it. And if any team this year were going to upset the Patriots and shut them out, it'd be Rex Ryan's Bills on Monday Night Football. Won't happen. And that kind of developed into a little bit of a bet where, plain and simple, Mm -hmm. if I lose and the Patriots kick a field goal at the least, I will have to wear a top. A Tom Brady red jersey that Sean owns all week next week in our videos. So basically, you just want to wear a Tom Brady jersey. So odds are, I'm gonna be you're gonna be seeing me it's in like, Tom Brady. Essentially, red next that's week. me saying, "Hey, if football happens on Sunday, I will do this thing." <laughs> that's basically what you're doing here. You know There's me. There's no though. way you that know- the Patriots are gonna not score a single point. <laughs> you know me though. I love bold predictions. Question though, what about safety? It's they got to get shut out. Okay, so they get a safety, then you're see, then you still have to wear a jersey. I don't know. I'd have to ask that because because you I, said field goal. I believe it'd have to be the offense gets shut out. The offense would have to get shut mm-hmm. out. If the defense gets a touchdown, I don't think that should count. What about special teams touchdown? See, see, I don't know. I you guys got these are the things that need to be ironed out. I feel like that it would have to be the offense gets shut out. But hey, if Sean wants to say, hey, shutout is a shutout is a shutout. I'm fine with that, too. Bold prediction. What rookie. if it ends in a 0-0 tie? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> then nobody has to pay up. Then everybody just sits there and goes, yeah. now what? Well, I think at that point, the NFL just goes, you know what, guys? We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're folding the league. We're going to bring, it. We're gonna bring it back the happens. USFL. It finally we're happens. bring back the USFL. We're bring it, and the XFL. We're bringing them both. And they can merge like the AFL and that, the NFL did once. That's once another long thing. Ago. Last night, mm-hmm. I watched the Thirty for Thirty on Netflix about the USFL. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I was alive in the eighties. Could you imagine having a time in your life where you could watch the NFL in the fall and then the USFL in the spring? Yeah, it'd be nice if the talent was good enough. It had well, the talent had to be good enough because at the end they said like. 147 of the USFL players, mm. when it folded, went on to have great careers. I mean, Jim Kelly, mm-hmm. Steve Young, two of the quarterbacks to play. 
in the USFL. Herschel Walker could have easily went to the NFL. I just feel like now it wouldn't work because, I mean, the NFL is what it is. If there was yeah. another league that came out, I'm it would ta- never be the same. I'm talking about for guys like me and you who mm-hmm. during the spring months we go, when's football coming back? We say, hey, uh, about that arena football. About, is it good yet? About that football. Uh, is arena football worth watching? <laughs> well, no, nope, still not. Arena football doesn't have the same dimensions, the same rules. The USFL was. At least it was a football. Yeah, it was the same and it's thing. Thrown yes. in various directions. People catch it. Touchdowns are scored. Mm-hmm. I, something. Burt Reynolds, I when guess, the, was the general When does the CFL manager? get played? I don't know. It's I a really different season. Know. It's a different season than football, I, I think. I think it's right before our season starts, so it may be, it may be summer. So you get something to watch in the summer. <laughs> I don't know, but we never get to see the CFL. Unless well, it's who like, wants to? Unless it's the Grey Cup that ESPN Even wants Even then, to who wants to watch it? Well, I don't know. If Mark Tressman's there, uh, maybe going for a Grey Cup championship. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a Grey Cup. <laughs> he but did he, it. But he doesn't have a Super Bowl. No, that's oh, for no, sure. never. Ravens, never. How, uh, how's the stink of Mark Tressman doing for you? But He's still there, though. But today's podcast, we have, after our long five-minute lead-in, simple question, two undefeated teams, the Panthers, hashtag claw up Carolina Nation, and the New England Patriots. Super Bowl? Do we have a Super Bowl 50? Maybe. Is this it? These are the, I mean, these are the best teams in the league, and we're going to get a little bit into the rest of the NFL too. Mm-hmm. But I think by far you can say, you know, besides maybe like the Cardinals, you can say these are the best two teams in the league because uh, the Bengals are. Just, I mean, what what are the Bengals? Did you see them yesterday? You mean the Bungles? The Bungles showed this, their face. We're recording this on Tuesday night. So did you the see bungles. them yesterday? They were terrible. Yeah, Absolutely. No. They were a joke. I, I mean, wa- I get I that they play the kryptonite. Games. I watched like a series at the beginning of the game while I was eating dinner. Yeah, I get that they played the kryptonite that is the, you know, Houston Texans. They can't possibly ever beat them. Like I said, you guys know part of my night last night, which mm-hmm. was Monday. I watched a 30 for 30 on Netflix. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. one of the things I did. Well, I watched, actually, this is something that I happened. also watched Anthony Jeselnik, his stand up uh, on Netflix. I was watching Clerks, mm-hmm. but. You clerks, went to switch back. No, Clerks was sandwiched between this game. Mm-hmm. I was watching the game, watched Clerks, then went back to watching the game. And pretty much everything I saw was a disaster. I mean, I stopped watching it at halftime with the uh, the bomb that just got intercepted. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's just an arm punt to waste time. But, yeah, it was just – it was a joke. That game was a joke. Uh, I mean, good for the Houston Texans defense. But hey, still. man, the Texans can now win the division, man. They can win the I South. I think they've been there. They've been able to win <laughs> it for a while because the Colts have not gone anywhere. And you know what's the interesting thing about the Texans now that you bring them up? Mm-hmm. You know what's the one thing that as I was coming up with our midseason, well, my midseason mock draft, I typed in Bill O'Brien's name because I wanted to see like how long he'd been in Houston, do a little research of – what Where it, he's two been years, in college, right? yeah. Guess what the rumor is? USC. No, Maryland. Why? Why would he go to Maryland? He was their running backs coach back in the day. No, you don't. He's interested unless and he gets and fired. And he has said anyone can say anything or anything can go, kind of a thing. Sure, Chip Kelly proved that. I look at that and I think it's more of a power play because right mm. now. He wants what Chip Kelly, you bring up Chip Kelly, he wants what Chip Kelly has. He wants the power yeah. to make decisions Man. that he cannot make. 
I really hope that the NFL doesn't go in a direction where coaches have the Chip Kelly power. Uh, for those of you don't who know who don't know, Chip Kelly can do whatever the hell he wants, essentially. Uh, and that's been proven. Although we'll say the genius plan might be coming to fruition right now as Nick Foles got his ass benched. But they lost by one. But point Sam Bradford to, also got hurt. Yeah. So now you have Mark. You got the Sanchez. The Sanchez out there. He's back. The He's bu- back. Hey, I predicted on uh, my sleepers video this week that Tampa Bay is going to get four ints, two butt fumbles, and a butt fumble's going back for a tutty. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say that. You know, Mark Sanchez might actually do okay. Not just one butt fumble, two butt fumbles. That's pretty impressive. It's impressive <laughs> to get one. I mean, that's a once-in-a-generation type of thing. Um, but to go back to talking about the, the good teams. The Patriots and As the opposed Panthers. to these, these mediocre to bad teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you just look at everybody else, and there's really nobody on par with these two teams right now. Nobody is playing at this level. The only teams that are close— the Bengals embarrassed themselves mm-hmm. in prime time. Traditional for Bengals. Uh, the Steelers, if Big Ben's playing like he you know, can, then they're going to actually be good. Steelers could win this division still now that the Bengals seem like they're weak. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they are three games back, but there's time to make that up. Uh, the Denver Broncos, of course, but this injury now to Peyton Manning, yeah, he's only going to be out a week. But does it linger? Does it cause problems in the future? Plus, the, he wasn't looking that great. The one thing I'm going to say about Peyton Manning is I hope he doesn't Brett Favre it. Mm. What I mean by that is Brett Favre shouldn't have come back after the season where he got injured yeah. in the NFC Championship game. Should have hung up the cleats right there. The next season wasn't as good. wasn't as high. I feel like there's a chance Peyton Manning could say, you know what? I'll give it one more, and mm-hmm. next year will not be good. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised now if this the rest of the season's kind of a throwaway just because that injury, if it does linger, and that's the Depends big question right now. on how Brock right the Cock does. Well, not even that, but I mean the question for, for Peyton is just does this injury that he has, yes, it's going to probably only be one game, but does it hamper the rest of his season? Does it mm-hmm. make him play worse? But besides that, I mean, the Falcons probably are going to fall off. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. The Vikings, Adrian Peterson is doing amazing things as Adrian Peterson Vikings typically could win does. The North. Sure, Vikings could win the North, but we're, I don't think we're putting them at the Carolina Panthers, no. New England level. No, the only I, team that really is, like I said, the Steelers, the Cardinals. That's for it. the for There's the Vikings, teams. for the Vikings, if we win the North, great season. Mm-hmm. We could lose in the first. We could lose in the wild card. You could get and shut I'm out. Still happy and because we finally be won the North. And the future looks bright. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the Vikings right now, if the playoffs were as it is right now, we would win and we would be the highest seed. So we would go ahead and play the Cardinals right now no matter what. We're not winning in why would Arizona. Because oh, right now— Why would you be the highest seed? The, of the wild card. Oh, the wild card. Okay. So, like, if we win, we'd go and play Arizona. Whoever could win Packers-Giants, they'd play Carolina. Oh, which, man. Another Packer-Panthers game in Carolina. Ricky, I would just say, man, you want to lose a game in this case so you don't have to play Car- uh, You don't have to play Arizona. You don't want to play Arizona. Hey, man. Nobody that, wants anything to do with Arizona. Right and that now. would be on my birthday. Unless you're the Panthers. Or that would be my birthday weekend. So and then you would cry as they played as they on lost. Sunday, they would play on my birthday. Ricky won't need to blow out the candles. His tears will <laughs> no. get, take care of it for him. <laughs> my tears fall on the cake and yeah. uh, just the candle goes... 
And then you eat mushy cake. Yeah, the cake the cake isn't any good when it's got tears in it. But I mean, here's the thing I threw out mm-hmm. last week when I made my appearance on WXAV. I said, and I kind of said it as a joke at first, but then I started to believe it. Wouldn't it be great if Patriots Panthers not only go to the Super Bowl, but both went there undefeated? And the 72 Dolphins would not watch that game because they would not get to pop their champagne this season. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what, we're getting an undefeated season. For sure. I think that would be amazing just because I want to see that 72 Dolphin team not pop their champagne. Even better for the amazingness is if the Patriots repeat the perfect season that they had By before. By losing in the Super 18 Bowl. 18-1. <laughs> it's amazing. It doesn't get any better and than 18-1. Su- and, and Superman Cam and uh, Riverboat Ron can get the perfect season. Hashtag claw up. I'll just say, can you imagine Cam Newton winning a Super Bowl? Just for Cam Newton's a cool guy. It would kind of be the cool same guy. when he won a BC. Then, if he won a Super Bowl, we would immediately be talking about him being one of the best, not Best all-time in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Best all-time when it comes to both a college and NFL player. Because he would have won a BCS national title yeah. and a Super Bowl. I mean, he's not Tim Tebow level. No, let's be honest. But I mean, no one can be uh, can be Timmy Tebow. He won two Heismans. Timmy Tebow. And a playoff game. Cam Newton got, hey, got a Heisman as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Now, I, yeah, I, did, I definitely think that that conversation would quickly come up. And not only that, but the question would come up of how does it work for Cam and Russell Wilson, mobile quarterbacks, and nobody else? Not a single other mobile quarterback is effective except for these two. Boy, I mean, Cam Newton's got an arm. Oh, yeah, he does. And he's not a reckless runner. Like, RG3, mm-hmm. it didn't work for him because he was a reckless runner. Like, those quarterbacks were even Timmy Tebow mm-hmm. where – he and I know, guys. It's Tim Tebow. I'm just he's saying got that an arm too. He's, he's got, got an two arm, of them. but he was more of a here. Let me mm-hmm. try to run around and do stuff. And he thought himself as like a halfback in the quarterback position. He was a he was a halfback that thought he was a quarterback. It's a fullback. That's, that guy's a big solid I, man. That's what I thought of Tim Tebow. But I mean, you could even argue that it's not really working for Russell Wilson right now. Not right now, no. No. But there's a lot of things that aren't working With Cam Newton, it's kind of seemed like over his career, Mm -hmm. it hasn't been that bad. No, Cam's been great. I mean, Cam's always been great. There was like the sophomore season, people got upset about pouty Cam because he would get upset after games and he would kind of pout. But that went away really quick. That brings me to something this past weekend that I want to ask your opinion about. Sure. Cam Newton scored a touchdown this weekend. Uh Uh-huh. And the first thing he did was he did a little bit of an extended celebration after the touchdown. And then when asked about it after the game, his response was plain and simple of something to the tune of, well, don't let me in the end zone. You won't have to see that. What are your thoughts on that? I don't necessarily have a problem with it. See, I don't either. He's When you're winning, you're kind of allowed to talk some trash. First of all, and mm-hmm. it's not even like the the kind of trash where he's specifically calling somebody out or anything like that. This is just a guy whose team is undefeated. Mm-hmm. They are doing the best that this Panthers franchise has ever done, uh, and they're looking great. They've been looking great for about three years now. So I think he I think he's earned the right to be a little bit a little bit cocky. I think he's earned that right. 
Well, and the one thing I can't stand is everyone over ESPN, well, I don't like it. You can, this is not the Cam Newton that we want to see. Like, it was first take, and Skip Bayless was like, the Superman, that's all you need. You don't need to do this or anything. And maybe it's because, like, last night I said I watched that USFL documentary, but Mm -hmm. watching that and looking at the film from the USFL, guys are like, they had a thing where one of the teams, a running back, scored, and the rest of the running backs ran off of the bench to celebrate with him. Mm-hmm. Was it penalized? No. Wasn't penalized. Whereas in the NFL, guy just takes out a Sharpie, signs a football, mm-hmm. gives it to a fan, you're yeah. fined. I mean, that, no definitely, that definitely is gimmicky. Well, yeah, the that, NFL that's doesn't the first thing that kind of came off my head. But it seems like you can't even do a little salsa dance now. Mm-hmm. You'll get hit with a fine. Yeah, they definitely want to take some of that away, which, you which, know. As a, I'm thinking of it more as, like, kids growing up. Mm-hmm. Kids want to see the guys having fun on the field. But, I mean, I think that Cam still has fun when he does no, no, his, I know, his but Superman. I'm saying, like, I want to see you mm-hmm. dance a little bit after a touchdown. You just scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know what? I let you score. Rub it in my face a little bit. And I do like that answer of, hey, you don't want you don't want to see it? Don't let me in the end zone. For sure. It's plain and simple. But, I mean, the one thing I was looking up while um, you were giving your answer to that question is Cam Newton came into the league in 2011. Mm-hmm. Since 2011, the Panthers have gone 6-10, and 7-9, and 12-4, and four, and then 7-8-1 and one last year. Mm-hmm. Now they're undefeated at 9-0. and oh. Four more wins, and you have the most wins Cam's had in the season. Yeah. Which definitely, definitely looks possible. Of course, too, because you look at the you know the schedule. Yeah, maybe Tony Romo is going to be back for that Cowboys game, but the Saints haven't looked good. Redskins are a question mark. Giants haven't looked good. Bucks, mm, they look okay. A couple Falcons games, but maybe those are the big ones. Are we expecting the Falcons to kind of dial it back like they typically do? You know, the the Falcons are known for being September Warriors. Mm-hmm. They look great at the beginning of the season and not so great at the end, and then they falter in the playoffs. Here's the thing. The Falcon games, to me, are the most important ones because if the Falcons and Panthers kind of, and this is just goes into, if they stay even, where if the Falcons can stay three games behind the Panthers, all they need to do right now is win those two games and then hope Carolina loses one along the way because mm-hmm. they'd own the tiebreaker. Yeah. And then that would send them up into the divisional round in a first-place bye. Do I see it happening? No. I could see Carolina and the Patriots going 16-0 and this season. No. Now, they I, just look I would, that good. I would love to see the Falcons get into the playoffs because I like seeing the team that go— obviously they weren't worst, but goes from worst to first. You know, I like that, hey, we were really bad last year, but we— Turned it around, something happened, now we're good. I'd love to see that happen. I'd love to see the Rams get in, because when was the last time the Rams were in the playoffs? You know, When they went 7-0. and No, they lost that yeah. game. Wow. They lost. It's been a while. They've been out of the playoffs for a really long time. It would be nice to see them get back in. Uh, of course, now, it, pretty sure it's not going to happen. I mean... I mean, hey, they are 4... It's funny how you could say, hey, they are 4-5. and five. I mean, yeah. Reds... It, this is just the NFC. Redskins, Bucks, Rams, Seahawks, Eagles, Bears, 
Six teams, all four and five. Yeah. All two games. Well, all two games out of the playoffs. But for the Redskins and Eagles, they're a game. Well, half a game. And then you can even add in, of course, five and five New York Giants. You can add well, the, the gi- four the and Giants six are in. New England Saints. Yeah, the Giants are in right now. But that's just expressing about how this yeah. league is just sitting mm-hmm. a giant chunk in the middle. Uh, I mean, you got a team. I'm going to use your your Vikings as an okay. example or the Falcons because they're you know teams that are sitting pretty. Or the, you can throw the Cardinals in there too. Mm-hmm. Teams that are sitting pretty right now. But all it takes is a couple games for that to get taken away, and it can happen by any of these teams. Any of these teams just got to turn it on. You know, that. I mean, how how difficult would it be for the Seattle Seahawks, a team that everybody is down on, or the St. Louis Rams, the Philadelphia Eagles, whoever it might be, to just simply turn it on, win a couple games, all of a sudden they're leading their division. Really easy right now. Anybody can take this thing, whether it's the AFC or the NFC, because both these conferences are just a chunk of mediocrity sitting there. I would love, absolutely love, every once in a while you get these weird ones, these weird seasons where there's a ton of turnover. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a Green Bay Packers not make the playoffs because the Falcons did it and the Rams squeezed their, you know, themselves in there. I would love to see something like that happen. You know, maybe the Redskins get into the playoffs. Maybe the Buffalo Bills actually get into the playoffs. How amazing would that be? The Colts getting knocked out for the Houston Texans. The last time, and I just looked it up to answer your question, the last time the Rams went to the playoffs, mm-hmm. 2004. Long time ago. They were 8-8. Eight and eight. They finished second in the West, beat the Seahawks in the wild card game, but then lost to the Falcons in the divisional playoffs. 2004. That's the sad. Rams MVP was Mark Bulger that year, and their rookie of the year was Steven Jackson. So, wow, that was Steven Jackson's rookie year was the last time they went to the playoff. Well, of course, they still had Torrey Holt at that time. Mm-hmm. They still had their great wide receivers. They were, hell, they were two, three years removed from a Super Bowl appearance and five years removed from a Super Bowl win mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Long time. Mike Long Martz time was, has passed. Mike Martz was still... Still with the Rams. At he was that doing point. good stuff. Like Marks when he used to do good stuff. Before he came over to the Bears, right? He had good ideas. It just, you know, it didn't work. But I mean, I look at I, the AFC, mm-hmm. not so much close. I if mean, that actually, still, if that actually made mm, sense English wise, I, I disagree. The Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, all in the same range. No, I'm saying as like, if you look at the NFC, mm hmm. You have six teams right now yeah. where you can say, oh, they're in. Well, for me, it's Jets, Chiefs, Raiders, Dolphins, Texans. The rest of them are kind of, well, it's five instead of six. So I guess Chiefs, it's almost the same. Raiders, Texans, we have the Bills, we have the Jets, we have the Dolphins. It's exactly the same. That's six teams. You're just discrediting well, the, bi- the, the Raiders. The Bills are in. The Bills are in. I'm already I'm discarding the Bills because they're in. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, NFL.com has their playoff picture, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at just the teams that are in the hunt, not in the playoffs at this point. Bills would be, I guess, in the but it's only one less team. Seed. I don't see, I don't see what you're smoking here, Ricky. I don't see you, it. You don't like, don't you don't like the it. cut of my jib. I don't buy it. Don't like the cut of my jib. But I mean, I just look, and maybe it's because the Ravens are bad, the Chargers, mm-hmm. Titans, Browns, where there's more bad teams by an eye test. 
Yeah. Whereas someone could look at the Saints and go, Saints are four and six can I mean, get in. It's tough because four of the worst teams in the league are essentially are here. Yeah. Four of the yeah. five worst teams are the in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So and two of tough. them will probably be number one and number two in the Browns and the Titans. I don't know. The Ravens are imagine, fighting hard for it. Can you imagine if the Titans had the number two pick yet again? People be sitting there going, "Hey, Marcus Mariota, were you supposed to save the world? Thought you were. I thought you were the. I thought you were the guy. Check out my midseason mock draft. But Jameis Winston was the guy. <laughs> Apparently, that lovey guy knew what he was doing. Mm, Jameis Winston only has two more guy. wins. Only has two more wins. Yeah, but they count. And, and he, he beat Drew Brees. And he didn't beat Marcus Mariota. No, he didn't. But he beat Drew Brees. <laughs> so that's what matters. He didn't beat. I'm going to throw out a team for you that's in there. Mm-hmm. And. Actually, two teams. One of them we kind of already talked about. Give me your odds of the Cardinals or the Bengals shocking people when we get to the playoffs. If they end up where they are now as the second team in each conference. Shocking as in getting into the Super Bowl? Yes. The Bengals, 0%. Do they win a playoff game? Are we like Now after Monday, are we saying they're done? I mean, I'm not. Well, I say in you, the playoffs, in the playoffs, not in, in the our season. in our group text yes. of our our people that are associated with the MVP in one mm-hmm. way or another. Um, <laughs> one of them being uh, special uh, yeah. special guest Mike Slowinski, exactly the Lions there. guy. For those of you who know him as the, the Lions, Lions guy, guy. Um, <laughs> I immediately. Well, first of all, in that game, I'm like, hey. If they lose, can we just say that they're done? <laughs> and then after they lost, I was like, forget it. They're the done. Bengals are done. The season's over. Well, they're going to lose the first game in the well, playoffs. Well, it's like in our – when you sent me the mm-hmm. power rankings for you this yeah. week, it was – you had the Bengals up, I think, at number five. Mm-hmm. And then at number 32, you had the Bengals that played last night. Exactly. And the Lions at 33. Yeah, the Lions, of course, at 33. Um because still nothing is worse than the Lions. They're the only team in NFL history to go in 16. Uh, just wanted to throw that fact out there. It's really not relevant to right now. But with that being said, yeah, I mean, I'm half-jokingly saying that the Bengals have a 0% chance of getting to the Super Bowl, but I also honestly believe they will not be in the Super Bowl. Um, do they win a game? Yeah, they might win a game finally, but they're not going to really go anywhere. I don't even really... I don't know. I can't. That's the thing, though. I can't see them getting to the conference championship. But maybe they can win a game. Mm-hmm. But if they get the wild card by, you know, they get skipped that round, then there's no way they win in a game. If they play a real team, no way they win in a game. But if they play one of these mediocre, you know, Chiefs at four and five type of teams, okay, yeah, maybe they can win. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, hopefully the Texans, uh, you know, win their division or something and somehow get to play the Bengals. Or actually, in this case, would have to be in the wild card and get to play the Bengals so they can beat them. That would be funny. Uh, but with that being said, the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals have a very good shot at getting in. I mean, I still, yes, the Carolina Panthers were my personal number How one in my power ranking. How long does Carson Palmer stay healthy? Is this the year he goes all year without getting hurt? I actually thought about it as I was watching a little bit of... Uh, Sunday night? Yeah, I was watching a little bit of their game, and I had a moment where I thought about how everybody was always saying... Matthew Stafford can never play a full season. He will never play a full season. And then he played a full season and he did really well. And I thought, maybe this is it. Maybe Carson Palmer will play a full season and the Cardinals can actually make a run at this thing. It's possible. It definitely is. Is it likely? I still am leaning more towards Carson Palmer probably gets hurt at some point because history tells me Carson Mm -hmm. Palmer gets hurt. Uh, But if Carson Palmer's there, 
and he's actually playing, I'm giving this. I'm giving them maybe like sixty percent shot of getting to the Super Bowl. There's four Super Bowls. Well, yeah, four Super Bowls that right now I would love to see. Mm-hmm. The first one, I'm going to get it out of the way. Vikings versus whoever. The second one, undefeated Patriots versus undefeated Panthers. The third one, Giants versus the undefeated Patriots. And at number four, Carson Palmer beating Andy Dalton in the Super Bowl to beat his old team. Mm, That'd be nice. The teacher beats the predecessor who finally won in the playoffs. But I also don't want to see the Bengals get into the Super Bowl because I said 0%. So (laughs) I kind of don't want that one to happen. I just feel like if Carson Palmer is going to win a Super Bowl— he has to beat the team that said, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? We're not going to pay you. And he had to say, well, I'm going to retire. But no, I'm going to back out and now go to yeah. Arizona. Now that you got the Andy Dalton guys. You guys or no, sorry. Me? He went to Oakland Yeah, first. he was in Oakland for a little he bit. He was in that Oakland was funny. for a little bit. Then he, got, he walked out. He got <laughs> to, to leave Arizona? Oakland to go to Arizona. Not that many was great. people get to do that. I mean, Randy Moss went to Oakland. Typically, when you go to Oakland, you die in Oakland. Yeah. Like, that's well, the end I mean, of your career. Look at the next season. Everyone thought, oh, Randy Moss got out. He's gone to New mm-hmm. England. Then he went to the Jets, then to the Vikings. He went to the Jets, then the Vikings, and the Patriots. Yeah. I think he went to three teams. I know he came back to us for like two weeks. Yeah, that was fun. Two weeks. And then, and he, then went, he got I, traded. He went back to the Patriots after that, I'm pretty sure. I think. Yeah, it was Jets, Vikings, and then us. Um, but with all that being said, I mean, can you listen to those. I definitely think the Cardinals and the Panthers— as it stands right now, someone could surprise me. The Packers could turn it back on. Um, How about the Vikings? Can they surprise? Surprise, surprise. Ricky, don't kid yourself. <laughs> don't kid yourself, Ricky. It's not Christmas yet. Um, the Giants? The G-Men? The Giants could probably turn it on Only if they if get the to Patriots about 9 and 7. Only if the Patriots go, though. If the Giants somehow win this division at about 9 and 7, I mm-hmm. think they can win the Super Bowl. 9-6-1, uh, and one, definitely win the Super Bowl. But 9-7, and seven preferably. 9-6-1? and one? They then they for sure win it, um, <laughs> and they'll probably be the only team to ever win a, have a tie, a tie and then win the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's a fact, but I'm assuming that's a fact. Uh, but yeah, I think the Cardinals and the Panthers are my NFC teams, and I really don't think anybody can possibly take it from the Patriots. I the think Panthers. They're the only no, ones. no, no. I'm saying the no one in the AFC can oh, take the Super the Bowl AFC? spot. I don't think it's the Bengals. Maybe Probably the Steelers not. could possibly do it. I don't think that that Peyton Manning's got it in him. And if we had, yes, the Broncos defense is amazing. This Broncos team is solid. They are so solid. But if it has come, if it comes to Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you know that's a shootout. Or if it comes down to Tom Brady versus Brock the Cock. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I mean, I, hey, hey, we I don't, think we t- don't know. Here's the thing that. And Brock the Cox which, out there, I just don't think they're winning that many games. Here's what I th- also thought about when everyone on ESPN mm-hmm. radio here in Chicago was talking about Peyton Manning and his foot. Adam Scheffler said that Eli Manning played on a fully teared one a few seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Peyton comes back after this week. You want to know why? Because if Peyton. he sits and then doesn't win this year... Not only does Eli go, oh, man, oh, man, look at these. Hey, hey, hey Peyton, do, do I have any smudges uh, on my rings? Not only does he mm. do that, he starts making jokes like, 
hey, Dad, uh, c- can you go get the remote? Oh, we don't want to upset Peyton and his foot. Yeah, we don't want you know, foot to hurt. You know how much a, uh, a half-broken foot is when I played on a full one? Right, Peyton? Right, Pay? Yeah, right, he P? can always tell me, hey, I know how much that hurts. <laughs> Trust me. Trust I had me. double the pain. <laughs> but with that being said, better Manning probably won't get the opportunity to say that to lesser Manning. Um, <laughs> better but of course, Manning. better Manning being elite Eli. Manning. <laughs> elite um, Manning. And then Peyton Manning being lesser Manning. Would it be elite or elite? Elite Manning. <laughs> because you got to say Eli. Yeah. So it's elite Manning. Uh, I think, I don't know. Well, I, I, I want to say one thing. Okay. And this kind of dates back to preseason. We were talking about Tom Brady, Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo. Just what if? Because the Bears are very well known in recent history for having backups come in and destroy them. You know, I'm, I'm looking back to guys like Colin Kaepernick yeah. out there. His first game was against the Chicago Bears, and they never turned back. Just what if Brock Osweiler comes out there and he's the real deal, and he just throws five touchdowns and destroys the Chicago Bears, and, and maybe even goes into a shootout with Jay Cutler and beats Jay Cutler in a shootout because <laughs> Jay has no one to throw to and Brock the cock. He doesn't need guys to throw to. He makes men out there. And then they say, hey, Peyton, it's been fun, but we got a real quarterback out here. You know what's actually humorous if you look at the Bears season this year? What's that? Lost three, Mm -hmm. won two. Nice. Lost two, now they've won two. What do you think is going to happen this week Lose against the Broncos one, and the Packers? Win one. After that, tie. <laughs> then the, all the rest of right the Right now, sign show to the Bears losing two. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. One of those two in the second losing group to the, was I don't to know, the Lions. Though. I don't know if I would say sign. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying. But I, I think I'm the Bears have a legitimate shot of beating a Brock Osweiler-led oh, Denver Broncos. I, I do. I'm just saying the trend says they'll lose this week and next week. Then they'll beat Yo, De- Yo Gabba Gabba and Curdy Cousins mm-hmm. before just losing the rest of the season to the Vikings, Buccaneers, and Lions. I will say, I think the Bears have a very, very funny real shot of getting into the playoffs. <laughs> Somehow, because the season is just pretty... You gotta, I don't want to say it's beat weak. Green Bay on a turkey. I'm day. not going to say that the season is weak, how the rest of the schedule is weak, but it's beneficial. I mean, you have to play the Broncos, and everybody chalked that up as a loss. But now that Brock Osweiler is hey, going to be the quarterback, maybe you can win. Honestly, you know what would be you know would be great if Vikings beat the Packers this week, Bears mm-hmm. beat the Broncos, then next week the Bears beat the Packers. You guys are tied with the Packers, yeah, at six and three. I just think you look into it. Oh, Brock Osweiler, six and five, six. And you five. can win against Brock Osweiler, maybe. I mean, you know, big mystery. He's never played in the NFL, really. Uh, Except can, for uh, getting that helmet. Yeah, that's true. putting it out on the sidelines. <laughs> he, he was ready. He was ready <laughs> then, to play. And then Peyton said, sit down, young one. And then he, then he was sad. Sit down, uh, young Padawan. But, you know, the 49ers with Gabbert. Gabbert's not a real quarterback. Uh, the Buccaneers, yeah, Lovey's going to play tough because it's his former team. But I think guys like Jay Cutler are going to say, hey, look what happens when mm-hmm. you let me play. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, you got three good possible wins. Packers are going to be tough, of course, um, but they played pretty well against the Packers last time. It's just the defense didn't step up. The Vikings, you're you're taking it away, but the Vikings only won by a field goal. Just want to point that out. Uh, the Lions are a joke. 
And then finally, the Redskins, I have hey, no idea lost, what to expect. You guys lost to the Lions. We in did. The, in the game by that nobody should what? have won. By what? A field goal. Yeah, but in, I'm saying in the game that, you know what, the NFL should have stepped in and said, you know what, neither of you two jabronis This the game win. didn't happen. <laughs> We're done. You guys just don't get to play you know, 16 games. You know, the Lions, you had your chance. You didn't win it. Jay, you had your chance. You didn't win it. Game's over. Good night. That was a fun time. And I will say one thing, too, uh, with the Chicago Bears. Man, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Langford's showing like he might be a real thing. Because of that, if he continues to perform, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say it here on the podcast. But on my midseason mock draft, I think this is the third time I've promoted it. Maybe really proud of it. But one of the things I put in there for some teams are like possible draft day trades. Mm-hmm. If Langford continues to perform close to what he did this past weekend, one of two things happens with Matt Forte. Either one, the Bears will pay for him and say, fine, we will give you the money that you deserve. Or two, they will franchise tag him and trade him to the Dallas Cowboys or the Tennessee Titans or somebody mm-hmm. who needs a running back. Well, I mean, either one of those teams and suddenly you got a great draft pick. You know, it might only be in like the second or third round. But, but it's the only thing I th- was debating was, as of right Probably now, third. the Cowboys would have the third overall pick. Titans would have the second. Mm-hmm. Is Matt Forte worth a no, it second would be, or third overall pick? It would pick? be probably the third round pick is probably the best Maybe a get. second round pick? Mm, I would have put second rounder at the best. You, I think you can draft a good guy at the second round and you'd be fine at running back. You don't have to lose mm-hmm. that pick. If anything, you are beneficial because you gain years. You gain at least like eight. Or if you're the Bears, as of right now, you guys would have 15. Do you trade Matt Forte and the 15? To go up to two or three. For what? Whatever you need. You get- the Bears have plenty of needs. They can take whatever is still available at 15. It's not like they need... I mean, yes, Jay Cutler is not a long-term solution at this point. What would you say the Bears... you're Bear- not going to trade up and draft the as, top quarterback As or a Bears fan, what would you say the Bears' biggest need is? Um... Shea McClellan being back apparently helped out, but I still want a leader out there. You know, a guy in the center. Um, in the so mid, so you want a inside, inside linebacker, linebacker. Four, three four inside linebacker? I would like, or you're not going to take that at the top three. Still give me safeties. Still give me safeties. You could take okay. I'll give you two guys. If you traded Matt Forte and your fifteenth round pick, mm-hmm. or not fifteenth round, fifteenth, which is a dumb pick, idea for a safety, but okay. At the time, for either Tennessee or Dallas, for the two or the three. Mm-hmm. Two guys you could take. A guy who can play cornerback or safety in Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State. Guy who, like, I have down technically listed as a cornerback, but he's more of a safety and he's he's athletic. Or you could go cornerback and go with the guy I love and Vernon Hargraves the third from Florida. Hargraves is definitely good stuff, but don't forget about Kyle Fuller. We drafted a So you're gonna draft Kendall Fuller? You're no, going to draft God, Kendall Fuller this year? Is that what you're we saying? We don't need that. We drafted a cornerback just a few years ago. I don't think we need to draft another <laughs> cornerback in the first round. Let's go safety in that case. But, yeah, if you if you trade Matt Forte and your 15th overall in this situation mm-hmm. pick for a safety, Ryan Pace, okay, calm down, buddy. We think you, we already thought you did a good job. Now I don't know what to think. Because the top – you want an mm-hmm. inside guy. The I would top, love it. The top inside linebacker. I don't trust Shea. Is 
that is on the boards right now is Reggie Reggie Raglan from mm-hmm. Alabama. I got him going at twenty three right now. Can we just draft the Alabama defense, <laughs> including <laughs> Nick Saban? Just the whole damn thing. Yeah, Nick Saban doesn't have to do anything. We just want him there. I will say one thing though before mm-hmm. we leave Matt Forte. I think it would be great for the Bears. Just sign him for whatever you can for like a year or two. Have the best one-two punch. I mean, if Jeremy Langford is what he seems to be, if he is who we thought he is, I'm using different grammar. <laughs> then they are who they thought they were. That'd be the best one-two punch hook. in the NFL. That'd be amazing. And you can reduce Matt Forte's, mm-hmm. you know, carries, kind of do touches. what the Eagles are trying to do, what Demarco and Ryan Matthews, kind what they of would thing. like to do. But you know, they're the Eagles. Can I ask this question? Sure. Odds the Redskins win the division with Curdy Cousins. Um. You know what? I don't think it's going to happen. He looked good this past week, man. He did. But that's why I keep saying the Redskins are a giant question mark. But so is the <laughs> NFC least. So Robert Griffin what has can you to say? be sitting there like, what the fuck, man? Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Still, this guy keeps winning? He looks bad. He looks good. You know, you never really know. He looks like he's coming into form a little bit. And um, by I say keeps winning, he's won, then lost, then won. Yeah. But that loss in between was... At New England. Not it would be funny, though, because I do remember a long time, uh, Mr. Skip Bayless, a long time ago. Skippy? After that draft, the Andrew Luck RG3 draft, and then Kirk Cousin draft, he said... He well, f- that was the same draft. They drafted yeah. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. That's, that's, why, it's the, that's yeah. why it's the Andrew Luck RG3 Kirk Cousins draft. Okay. I, I thought you, the way you said it, you said, and then the Kirk Cousins. Because Cousin. they like did in the third round. Yeah, I thought it sounded like you were saying it was a different draft. Nah. Okay. You got to get your ears checked, Ricky. Everybody listening, they got me. They got <laughs> me. So he said he feared for a day when RG3 would get benched. For Kirk Cousins. Well, he knew. And Jay, it finally happened. He knew Jay Gruden was coming. It finally happened. Jay Gruden was on the horizon. The great prophet, Skip Bayless. <laughs> the man who declared that Tim Tebow would one day be a quarterback on an NFL team and win a playoff game against the Steelers in overtime. He knew that one day Kirk Cousins would be a real quarterback. Um, but no, I, I definitely don't expect the Redskins they to got continue the pan- on. They got the Panthers, though, so they're not winning this week. No, of course not. Uh, but it but would be kind of funny if they, they got, the Panthers. Then they have the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bears. Cowboys with games. Tony Romo, though. Yeah, Tony but they have Gre- but the Greg Hardy curse. Well, the Greg Hardy karma, I should call it. The, the, I don't the know. Cowboys, Once Tony Romo comes back, I think Cowboys are going I don't think it's because of Tony Romo. I think the Cowboys haven't won because they have Greg Hardy on their team playing. Because ever since he's stepped out onto the field, they haven't won. But they also haven't had Tony Romo. Yeah, but until I'm proven otherwise, I'm going to say it's the Greg Hardy car- karma. Till I'm proven otherwise, I'll say if Ditka came back and coached the Bears, <laughs> they'd win every Super Bowl from here to the end of time. But is he coming back in his Packer sweater vest? Well, that's the curse now. <laughs> People are Bears fans are declaring that Ditka cursed the Packers. Ever since those commercials came out, the Packers haven't won a game. Just saying, maybe if they keep playing those commercials, the Packers are going to lose every single game. Is that really true? Yeah. Really? Ever since like I started watching these commercials. I didn't notice them until the Packers started losing. Hmm. Just saying, it's a weird coincidence. <laughs> that well, for Bears fans, anything to curse the pack, right? Hey, whatever, whatever works. Anything to curse the pack. But w- is there anything else that we have not talked about that you want to hit? The one thing I want to say before we wrap up shop. Yes, I think we both need to answer the question. I want one more after this. We both need to answer the question. Okay. If it did come down to Panthers and Patriots, who wins? Panthers. I was going to say Patriots. Panthers. Like Patriots Cam, will beat the Panthers. Cam Newton, Cam Newton this year 
has like at the beginning of the season, what was the one thing we all said? Our oh, Panthers aren't going to win. They don't have Kellen mm-hmm. Benjamin. Yeah. And look at what it, he like, doesn't need. Cam him. Newton's been like, screw you guys. All I need is Greg Olson out here. My guy from the U. Mm. Cause he didn't come from Chicago. He came via the Miami hurricanes and they're just doing stuff. The thing that I feel like with the Panthers, with their close games against the Colts, against the Packers, they have already had that adversity of what do we do when the when the going gets tough and shit hits the fan? We buckle down and we win games. That's going to just benefit them tenfold when we get to the playoffs. Patriots haven't had adversity. In the whole offseason they had adversity. I think they're. I think they're the right. only. The and only they've been thing, there, done it. The only reason now. why the Patriots are still undefeated is because Tommy Terrific has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I mean and that's also, dangerous because he's the best quarterback, in, not even in the league, in the NFL all time. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to say, when you give that man a chip on his shoulder, he's dangerous. Plus, However, better Manning's a nice guy and said, "You know what, Tommy? I want you to continue <laughs> this undefeated season so I can beat you in the Super Bowl." Ah. Uh, but we don't we don't know uh we don't know how that's gonna play Giants out. Giants are gonna get there. What one if the way Giants don't make the playoffs? They're gonna get to the Super Bowl could one imagine, way or another. Could you imagine if the Redskins made the playoffs and Kirk Cousins upset the undefeated Patriots? Can I imagine it? I mean, sure, I can imagine a lot of things. I can imagine a Velociraptor with a fucking rocket on his back. <laughs> I can do a lot of things, Ricky. A lot. Uh could you visualize it though? Not just imagine. I can imagine it. I can close my eyes. I can imagine a lot of things. I can visualize oh. them after I've imagined them. The last thing I want to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Browns' worst record in the league, number one pick. If you Starting are the Browns, Johnny Manziel from here on out. If you are the Browns, do you do what everyone except for, it seems like me, wants them to do and take a quarterback with the number one overall pick. Because you're a Johnny football lover. Or do you say, hey, you know what? Go somewhere else. If you are the Browns and you have the number one pick, what do you do? It depends how Johnny football plays. Because this is his time. This is if his the, only if the chance. Draft, if the draft was today, what would you do? I'd, if I'm the Browns, I'd probably draft a quarterback. Because right now I'm looking at the two mock drafts. I don't think CBS there's any good Sports. ones out there. But the Browns draft quarterbacks. These were what up, they do. These were updated yesterday and today. The one updated yesterday says Joey Bosa, defensive end. The one today says Paxton Lynch, quarterback. Mm-hmm. The Browns draft quarterbacks. Now, I think this really comes... They're going to start Johnny Manziel from here on out. No, he's going to win that game. Which or he's going to win that Will job Bond or lose said it. on PTI today that he hates when teams make... The declaration of mm-hmm. this guy's starting the rest of the year. Now, how about we see how he plays and see if he earns the job the next week? That's what he was well, saying. Well, he could certainly lose that job yeah, and they but can go to whoever. Will, that's what Wilbon was saying. Why mm-hmm. make the effing declaration if— It's less of a declaration of Johnny Menzel plays from here on out and, sorry, buddy, get the fuck off our team and sit on that bench. You're done. You're done here. Your name has been added— to the long list of quarterbacks on the back of that guy's jersey, it has been crossed off, and another little sticky, uh, you know, another Talking little thing Josh. of duct tape, yeah, has been placed under you. Talking about Josh. That said Johnny Menzel, even though Johnny Menzel was already on there for. Some How about reason. the Weed Man? Does the Weed Man get a shot back in Cleveland? Nah, he's too busy enjoying 
being cut from the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Romo comes back. Yeah, let's keep Castle cut Whedon. It'd be great. They did. They cut Whedon. It'd be great. Well, I mean, the end of his career. Yeah. It would be great. Well, He's the end in of retirement. The, the end of the weed man. Yeah. Because there's still possibilities he just rides that off some into team the next year will say, let's give let's give Brandon Weeden a shot. He's he's a veteran, right? I mean, he's really old. He must be a good veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Johnny Manziel, this is your time. He's going to win it or lose it. His performance decides if they draft a quarterback in the first round. Well, that's going to do it. Unless, Mark, you feel like we got... We hit everything we had to. Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, that's what Mark had to say. Let us know down below in the comment section what you thought of today's podcast, what you think of anything that we talked about today. Of course, the main question, though, who wins in a Super Bowl between the undefeated Patriots and the undefeated Panthers, assuming both go undefeated because screw the 72 Dolphins. You're not popping any champagne this season. I want to thank you guys for checking out this podcast. You can hit me up on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. Mark is at the with two E's. Mark Weber, Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. I want to thank you guys yet again for checking out this podcast. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.